everybody. Welcome back to the Quack Report. How's it going today? It's, uh, what day is it? December. December 16th. 16th. We are nine days away from Christmas, Nate. Nine days away. Yeah. Eight days. If you're listening to this on Thursday, we're eight days ahead of you. It's the, it's the week, I guess, almost the week of. Yeah. Are you excited? I got to get through the rest of my finals first. I got one. That's totally fair. Yeah. (laughs) Which will be tomorrow, I guess, today, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Nice. That's so that's good. How about you? Are you ready for it? Uh, again, I got one more final, which is also tomorrow slash today. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited, but I'm I'm not really ready. No, <laughs> that's fair. How's your uh, How's your Christmas shopping going? Uh, yeah, that's that's the part I'm not really ready for. <laughs> okay, like how much? Wait, like how much are we talking here? <laughs> um, I've got a gift from my parents, and like a one for both of them and a gift specifically for my mom. Don't have one yet for my dad. I like, I know what I'm going to get him. I just have to actually do it. Um, and I got one for my grandpa and that's it. <laughs> and so who, I got like, four. how many, how many do you still have to get? <laughs> um, my grandma, my dad, I guess. Uh, cause even though I know what I'm getting him, I still have to actually find it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say what it is. I, I know he doesn't listen to the show, but just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and uh, uh, I got my girlfriend. I haven't got her present oh, yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> who else? There's already I'm, too many people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. I think. Okay, I guess it's not. It's not bad, but like, you should be done, man. Already, hopefully. Come on. Eh, you got until Christmas Eve. <laughs> that's fair, but. We are also in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, sh- I, uh, my girlfriend got her presents like, like a month in advance, and like most of them are here now. So she was like super prepared, but I, I am <laughs> not. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, she's on top of it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. I've always just been like a last minute Christmas shopper. Like I'll go like you know like a not like super last minute, but like a couple weeks before Christmas, I'll just like go and wander through the mall and be like, oh, this is cool. This could be for this person. Oh, I'll get this person this and yeah, kind of do it that way. Makes sense, but like I can't really do anything in like the last week. Like I have one thing left, and it's straight up going to be a bottle of wine for my grandma. But like that's yeah. the only thing I have. Everything else I got like a month ago, almost at this point. <laughs> that's insane. So just yeah, I am not that prepared. I don't know. That's just how I shop. So yeah. oh man. Well, I hope it all gets to you in time. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 trying to shop local this year, so I'm just gonna like see whatever there, there kind of is. So yeah, part of being the good Samaritan. Yeah, not all of it is is local, but I mean, well, but a fair but bit. some of it, anyways. Yeah, or like smaller chains, like mm-hmm. like like I know the, the mall here has like it, it's not like totally local, but it's like you know Western Canada businesses or like Alberta businesses or whatever. So those kind of ones. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, I didn't realize you were super on top of it. Have you always been that like super on top of your Christmas presents? I mean, I've been normally like a little bit, like a, like a bit more early, I guess. But mm-hmm. this year with like COVID just me like slowing down shipping a slight bit as well, uh, on top of the holidays, I was like, okay, I got to make sure actually that if I'm, especially if I'm ordering stuff online, it has to be right away. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. But cool. Well, Good on yeah, I'm I'm not that good. <laughs> I wonder how many people are just like stressing out on my behalf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just listening to this. I understand the people who are like, yeah, I'm gonna go out on Christmas Eve and do my shopping, and it's like, Oof. you insane. I could never do that, man. Oh. Never. But like, even yeah. to get one last thing the other day at the mall, it was just an absolute gong show, and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go inside. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I actually had to stop at the mall twice. The other time was at least later at night, though. Uh, not to brag, I did get my hands on one of the Xbox Series X. Though. I knew you were going to bring that up. I'm, yeah. man, I'm so jealous. <laughs> it, it's been fun to play. Uh, I, I've been playing games that... I haven't played any of, like I guess, newer games like right around the console's drop or anything like that. But uh, I guess two takeaways from it right away from like older games is everything just seems a lot smoother. Um, especially watching like some cutscenes and whatnot in games. They just feel 
yeah, just more smooth. Yeah. You had the original Xbox One, right? Yeah. Like one of the, I went like yeah. a seven year jump. One yeah. uh, <laughs> X to the Series X. It was uh, like the original Xbox One to the Series X. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's smoother and those load times are definitely a lot faster. So, um, I mean, you know me, I play a lot of Chell and uh, like how it used to kind of like take a moment for the menus mm. to actually pop up and everything like that. They're yeah. almost instantaneous. Like it's a second, mm. maybe two seconds max at this point. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, like those are the things that I've noticed right away on this at least. So cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, to try out like once I get one, cause it's, it's inevitable. It's just whenever everything calms down, I'm excited yeah. to try some newer games on there just cause my Xbox has such a rough time with some of the newer ones. Just, yeah. Like just in terms of load times, in terms of performance, it's fine. But yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, no, I will specify as well that uh, I was put on a wait list at my local EB game, so GameStop, um, and I thought it was going to be for like Black Friday. Like I've been on the wait list for two months, like since the uh, the console dropped, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, like Black Friday, we might." So like, if you want, you can put your name on this wait list, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So put my name on. Black Friday passed, and I didn't get a call or anything. So I'm like, "Okay, probably not in 2020. Whatever." And it was like 6.30 at night. And uh, yeah, sure enough, I was playing Xbox and I get a call from EB Games. And so I pick up, hello. And yeah, we were uh, we were just calling. You were on our wait list for an Xbox Series X. Uh, we were wondering if you still wanted to do that and if you wanted to make an appointment uh, tonight or tomorrow. I'm like, uh, yeah, what's the next one you got tonight? <laughs> yeah, dude, I would have dropped the phone. They would have been like, yeah, we got a Series X for you. I would have been like, yeah. no, get the phone. <laughs> I was in the middle of uh, playing the Master Chief Collection, like Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they brought back Griff Ball for a little bit. Uh, it's a game mode on there that's it's kind of think of like Halo football in a way where you have to take the bomb to uh, a point, and if it explodes, then you score a point. Uh, but like you can play it like football where you have your other teammates like block and everything like that. Uh, it is, it is like a different way to play Halo, it's definitely fun. But yeah, I was in the middle of playing that, I just dropped the game and I was like, I got an Xbox coming in. Oh crap, Griff Ball. Uh, uh, Xbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, no, I've definitely enjoyed it so far. And yeah, those are the two big takeaways. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm excited to come over once it's safe to do so and, and really test it out because yeah, it'll be I, good. I would imagine uh, I would be able to come over before the whole COVID thing or before I actually get one, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> like it would be safe for me to come over before I actually. I'm able to get my hands on one because it's just insane. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, what I was talking about, the smoothness, you can really feel it actually on, I've, at least I could feel it on NHL 21. Just that mm-hmm. little bit, it just makes everything feel nicer. So, yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely have to to get your input on it too here when we get a chance. Yeah, for sure. Do a full full review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, it uh, would be nice to add at some point, but it's not going to be right away. I can tell you that. What's that, sorry? PS5 would be nice oh, like at some yeah. point. I, like this might be the one time where I do get both consoles. Um, mm. But yeah, the PS5 won't be right away. I really want to get it though from Miles Morales, and I've been trying so hard to stay away from spoilers and everything like that. So oh yeah, but like there's even a like a Twitter friend of mine uh, who like does streams and like he streamed the campaign and everything like that, like the story mode, and he was like, hey, like like he made a post of like tune in, and I'm like I really want to but i want to like keep the story for when i can finally play it so yeah that's fair that's fair. but all right well let's get into some uh some hockey talk but uh i guess first um this uh we are we do we are doing video um for season two so if you are just listening to this uh you can find the full video up on youtube um on the hockey podcast network or if you just want to watch short clips of uh whatever topic we happen to be discussing those will be on our own youtube channel just the quack report on youtube um we're, we're also live streaming so the next one will be on sunday at uh, noon pacific so you can join in that and engage with us we'll be doing a mailbag uh, relatively soon for that and also if you follow us on twitter uh and you've been on there today um then you'll have seen that we are planning a giveaway once we hit 250 followers so i think we're 11 away last i checked yeah let me take a look at the exact number right now yeah so yeah currently at 239 followers so if we can hit 250 by christmas day i said uh then we will post a giveaway and uh yeah, especially seeing our numbers that a lot of fans are 
which I mean, it makes sense. A lot of fans are in the States though. Uh, this is something you guys will definitely want to get on, especially if you're a collector, because this is not something available to you in the States. This is something that's just available to us up here in Canada. So yeah. definitely get on that. I can promise you it's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. So I um, just wanted to let you guys know about that. Let's get into it, Nate. Now, we were expecting some big news today, uh, hockey-wise. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. Bettman let us down. Um, Come on, Gary. Jesus. Um, but, I mean, he gave, like there was a little bit. It, it was kind of just more of an update, not really anything official, just kind of confirming some suspicions, I guess. Um, so um, there, was, there was an article on Sportsnet, and I'm just going to pop this bad boy open. Um, and like I said, nothing too too crazy. Um, but one of the things I thought uh, was, that was pretty interesting, um, let me just find it here so I can get all my facts straight because I'm not prepared. Um, get, oh yeah, because facts. What's that? Get those facts. Get them facts. Um, just because there's local restrictions in certain areas, some teams aren't able to play in their home arenas. Think like the Toronto Raptors in. Um, uh, in the NBA there, they're the only team in Canada. So they, they've moved down to, I believe, Florida uh, to play all their home games. Yeah. For the year. I mean, a little bit of a different scenario, but it, it was more of the travel than not being able to collect as a group. Um, yeah, the Blue Jays did that also in the MLB. Yeah. And, and I think some of the NFL teams aren't allowed to, uh, just based off of local restrictions, aren't allowed to play, quote unquote, home games. Um, fans or not. So uh, the NHL has run into a few of those issues as well. I would imagine Anaheim, along with some of the other California teams, are, are some of the ones with those issues. So I yeah, thought I we could just... all three of them. Most likely, yeah. Um, they, he didn't actually specify, Gary Bettman, um, didn't actually specify uh, any specific clubs, um, but basically said, like, you, you know, some teams have to might have to... Uh, I, I don't want to use the term relocate because that's that sounds pretty scary, but <laughs> yeah. temporarily play home games elsewhere or do kind of short-term hubs. Um, but he did confirm that all games were going to be uh, just within the division. So um, most likely the Ducks won't be going too far, but w- with no fans in attendance, it doesn't really matter where your home arena is anyways, in my opinion. So um so what are your thoughts on that, Nate? What do, what do you think the impact on the Ducks would be if they had to temporarily le- relocate or uh, potentially be in a hub? I mean, it definitely does feel different when you're not playing in your home barn. Uh, I know that they tried to make Edmonton and Toronto like as neutral of sites as they could, um, but say for the Leafs and the Oilers, which, I mean, they didn't get into the playoffs, but they felt that, like, yeah, at least we're still kind of home but for everybody else i could imagine that it still felt a little weird um yeah so imagine now say you're in the ducks position or i guess all the california teams let's just talk about that uh that you haven't played since the middle of march you're hoping to be playing in the middle of january but you might not be playing in your home arena at all or at least for a while longer it could almost it could very well go a year before you're able to um, or you might even play a whole, like a whole season, not in your home barn. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think this kind of doubles down for San Jose because I believe they're having some issues with their own place right now that uh, might limit them to not be able to play there on top of COVID restrictions. Um, so that'll be kind of interesting to watch for sure. But uh, yeah, I can just imagine it would be very different feeling. But you know, for the California teams, they're just hoping to pl- like there's they just want to get back to playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, any of those seven teams that didn't make it, they just want to get back to playing because it's been since the middle of March. What was the date? The 16th or the 18th? I think it was the 18th. Um, but yeah, it's been that long since they've gotten to play any hockey. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I don't think it's going to matter too much, and like I think they'll adapt to whatever arena they get into. Um, and, and they're going to make it as fair as possible for everybody else as well. No fans in attendance is, I think, pretty much expected. Um, the, and, and I mean, they've said, too, they don't really want to go into um, into hubs. So I don't think that we're really going to see. Um, like, it's not like you're going to be away from your family is what I'm trying to get at. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll. 
it'll be weird, but I, I think they would adapt pretty quickly, you know, within probably by the end of training camp, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I mean, we need the official announcement to really have any idea of what's going on, but um, with the bubble for the playoffs last year, like they had kind of the limit as to where they could go and that sort of thing. I'm wondering if they're going to have something similar because you've seen in the NFL of, you know, guys are still able to do kind of what they want. And um, but every, every couple of days you're hearing of new COVID uh, positives in different teams and whatnot. So I'm wondering if the NHL is going to try to restrict that and it might be okay. Like you can be at home, you can be at the team's facilities, or if you're on the road, you're at the hotel or the rink. And like, that's it, like no going anywhere else. And you're going to con- try to contain as much as you can uh, that way as well. So it very, it very well may be that say some of those hotels get blocked off a chunk um, to be able to accommodate for that. Um, I'm not sure how that would work. It, I mean, it was, I'm sure it would be great for their business in terms of, uh, you know, NHL players consistently coming in, but I'm not sure how it would go otherwise. Uh, that's just kind of a couple of spitball ideas, I guess, that mm-hmm. of like how you're going to do this. Um, because I think it would be risky to do it the way that the NFL has of just you guys can just kind of go where you want or even the way the MLB did it, I guess, for a little bit too. Like they eventually moved to bubbles for the playoffs. And you you got to make sure, especially for the NHL, you're trying to get through 58 games, which is not nearly as many as, say, the MLB, even with their shortened season. But that's still especially for hockey, that is still a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, you need to be as careful as you can. So I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what the restrictions are going to be in the protocols, I guess, for the NHL specifically. Yeah, I, we, we didn't really have this in the outline, but it's kind of, I think it might be a good thing to bring up. Um, because in the hubs, they did just like daily testing. like, And I mean, you weren't allowed to leave, but you were still tested. Now, yeah. obviously, they're going to keep doing that. Um, but they've also talked about just buy, like privately buying uh, vaccines for everybody in the league, like players, staff, all those people. What are your thoughts on that? Because I know that that's kind of a controversial topic. Yeah, a little bit, hey. Um, to clarify, they said that they would as long as they don't get in the way of, like, you know, those who do need it first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it definitely depends on how much they're able to get in, how much. Uh, I think there's two or three that are um, – you know, going to be the vaccines, I guess, the Pfizer one being the main one that the states in Canada have been getting mm-hmm. uh, in the last week or two. Um, so it'll, yeah, we'll have to also, there's, there's a whole bunch of things that contribute to all of this and how this season is going to play out. There's too, mm-hmm. there's, there's too many variables. Like, it would be a massive list, honestly, uh, to see what exactly it's going to be that will contribute to a fully successful season. Yeah. Uh, with even the chance of having zero positives in a 58 game season plus two months of playoffs. So it's unfortunately a positive in the NHL is going to be inevitable. It was great that they weren't able to, or that they didn't get one during the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's inevitable and oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in regards to the vaccines themselves, uh, yeah, if they're able to get some, that would be great for them. I know you have a lot of people going like, oh, well, you know, they have the money. So, like, it, it's a money thing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can see kind of the, you know, like the gray area with that. Yeah. Um, but, like, kind of keeping away from um, just the normal Joe, right? The, the average yeah. Joe like you and me yeah. mm-hmm. um, because they have money for it. But at the same time, it's... On the other side, it's a way to kind of get back to normal again mm-hmm. of like sports being gone, I think, uh, at least especially in our area, like uh, like in, in like for hockey fans, right? Uh, hockey being gone and then even down to football, baseball, like everything else. Um, myself, like I don't watch a crazy amount of basketball. I'll tune in for a game every now and then. But even not having that on TV was like, okay, like there's nothing going on. This is weird. So yeah. It's, yeah. So to have sports back in a way that's consistent, um, it's some sort of normalcy. Kind of, yeah. Some sort of normalcy. Yeah, for sure. So that's where I'm kind of okay with it because that's going to be a step in that direction in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is really yeah. a gray area. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. No. Yeah. I think I like if they were to announce like today or 
whatever that they were buying it, I'd be like, isn't there more important people that should maybe get it first? Um, yeah, healthcare, but, like frontline workers, even down to yeah. like I would I would say teachers actually. Oh, not for that sure, they, for sure. not that t- that's been another conversation as well. That like should teachers be getting it like right away? I'm not going to say before healthcare workers, but they should definitely be one of the first people in line for it. I think. Oh yeah, like teachers should go before me. <laughs> yeah, 100%. yeah, as, as, like just like the average population, you know. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like, I think if I think when the timing's right, I think it's okay. I think if, if you have the money and you're willing to pay it for those extra vaccines and you're not taking it from the people that are either exposed to this every day or could actually die from it or, or are mm. at more of a risk of dying from it. I, I think after those people get it, sure, go ahead, like blow all your money on, on the vaccines. Why not? But if you're taking it from those people, it's um, like like frontline healthcare workers, um, older people, people with like existing health conditions, then uh, that's where I, I would draw the line. So that's, yeah, and that's, that's kind of where I draw my line in the middle, like the black and white one in the middle of the gray area. So yeah. And I, and like the NHL obviously knows that as well. Gary Bettman is yeah. a longtime lawyer. Right. So, and you know, there's the, the big thing there is PR, right? Um, mm-hmm. I know they say like bad press is, is good press in a way, right. Of like press, but like, you don't want that kind of bad press that no. you're taking it away from essential workers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So exactly. they're they're going to be smart about it. If they're able to get their hands on it, they will. Um, mm-hmm. But they're not going to be. Oh, screw you! We're more important because we're sports, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think, and I, like I know, there's like te- testing supply shortages in certain places too. So that's also a bit of a gray area, but. Um, kind of along the same topic so we don't have to get too much into that i I think the nhl is going to be smart about it i think it'll be it'll be fine so yeah um but yeah i just wanted your two cents on that as well so uh did you have anything else to add um hub wise or um home game wise or whatever no not really um i I know i've said this last couple of episodes but i think we just we just need solid news at this point yeah so every everything (laughs) is in speculation you can talk to death about speculation but you're just going to be going around in circles until we get something factual um Mm -hmm. so i mean the hope is obviously to at this point to have it before christmas because we are now in that one month uh area that like of the regular season potentially starting on january 13th Mm -hmm. like it we are within the month so it's got to be now basically yeah yeah for sure um all right we got one other kind of hockey related piece of news here so uh nate's got the picture of this one so if you're watching the video then um you can kind of see what we're talking about we'll but we'll kind of explain it here as well so at uh, X Tech Hockey on Twitter uh, posted a picture of uh, total playoff wins over the last twenty seasons, and um, yeah, it, it's just kind of interesting. So uh, obviously Pittsburgh's at the top there with their three cups, one hundred and thirteen wins. The more games you play, the and the more cups you win, the more wins you get, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> down at the bottom with a whopping six is the Florida Panthers, <laughs> uh, and then there's everything in between, obviously. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you got the Ducks sitting there, uh, our good old Ducks at uh, 85 wins with one Stanley Cup in the last 20 years. So that's uh, just to clarify as well, it's 1999-2000 season through 2019-20. Okay. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, the Ducks had a, a good stretch there where they were consistently making the playoffs and uh, making it into the second round slash conference finals. Yeah, second finals, round, third so. round, so... Yeah, so I mean, it, it kind of makes sense that you would rack up that many wins, and I mean, the one cup run as well definitely helps. That's sixteen right there. So, yeah, well, I guess two cup runs, even if you want to count, uh, like, because two thousand three is in there, right? Oh, I guess yeah. So, so that's another fifteen right there. So yeah, uh, you're, we're already counting thirty one of those eighty five, or however many wins there was. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it went, uh, that one went to game seven, the O three. Oh, did it? Run, yeah. Right? So it would have been I, 15. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my I'm head. pretty sure it did. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But The one that kind of amazes me, just taking a quick look, is actually the Washington Capitals with only 73 wins. I thought because they, they had more. they have been dominant for the last like, long time, right? But I guess they never got past that second round, mm-hmm. uh, except for maybe one season did they make the conference finals outside of like their cup-winning year. Maybe, um, yeah. Yeah, they just always hit a rut there in the second. Yeah, like so. they probably made the playoffs like like 18 of the 20 seasons or whatever. Yeah, but yeah it was just the fact they couldn't make it over that second round past past Pittsburgh there. So um, usually past Pittsburgh, I, I would say. So, and I mean, 73 is still a lot. Like if you look oh, yeah. at 
if you take Pittsburgh and San Jose out, everybody is within, you know, or, and I guess Detroit as well, but everyone else is within, you know, 17 wins, like the next mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. So, yeah, uh, I know we're supposed to shit on them, but taking a look at this, you have San Jose second with 104 wins, but no cups. Yeah. Like, I I don't even know what you do with that information. It's like you're having success, but you're not achieving that one thing that you're striving for the whole time. I think they need more Finnish players. All Swedish, no Finnish. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Gotta add that one to the keyboard. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That one works. works. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's... uh, that shocks me, honestly, that they've yeah. like got that many wins. And like they could easily have as many cups as Pittsburgh, but they don't. It's wild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Another one that surprised me too was Vegas at 28, being what's that, sixth? No, seventh last. So and I mean, like they've only been around for a few seasons, but like yeah, three I, I'm years saying, like, you got 28 wins already. Yeah, exactly. Like better than uh Edmonton, Minnesota. The Coyotes, Columbus, Winnipeg, and Florida. So, yeah, that's crazy. Which is yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, with Florida's six, maybe you'll know this. Is does that include a a win in like one of the rounds, or did they just have like two stints where they got like three wins or, or something like that? Uh, I guess I'm asking. Has Florida won a playoff round in the last twenty years? <laughs> let me check. Actually, I'll pull up the. Florida. Yeah. Um, uh, another one that uh, I'm kind of surprised about is LA only has 56 wins and with their two cups. Yeah, and they have two. Yeah, exactly. They have two cups in there. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's 32 wins the, right there. Yeah, and, it's a quick decline that they had after they got there. Yeah, like remember they, that first that first cup win? They were the bottom eight seed mm-hmm. of the West. So like yeah, they're and, like they just squeaked in there and yeah. Yeah, I think they there's really started making the playoffs around oh four oh five is that kind of when they really started to pick up mm, no i think it was even later than that oh yeah i guess it was probably probably around oh seven oh eight and then yeah they dropped off like real quick around um probably 14 15 15 16 yeah so okay so really only like eight or nine years of solid playoff contention yeah okay so we're looking at 99 to 2000 so ninety nine two thousand, they lost in the conference quarterfinals. They got swept by the New Jersey Devils. Uh, didn't make the playoffs again until two thousand eleven twelve, where they lost in the quarterfinals against the New Jersey Devils, but uh, lost in Game Seven, so four to three. So there's three wins. Okay. Then two thousand fifteen sixteen. Uh, lost in the first round, four to two to the Islanders. Um, so that's the the other three. Well, that's, the, that's the other two, and then the other oh, okay. one was from. Uh, they do include the qualifying round from this past from this past year. Uh, oh. <laughs> so they lost three to one to uh, the Islanders as well in that. Oh man! In that best of five. So technically, making the playoffs four times, they got six wins uh in in the last 20 years yeah 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 so that's rough dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> no wonder no one goes to games in florida like <laughs> right well and also like when you have a team like tampa bay that has had success right they've they have two cups under their belt at this point mm-hmm. um first one in 2004 and the last one you know this year um pretty consistently making the playoffs they tied I mean, they're the fifth detroit, on this list at yeah they tied so. the detroit record for the most regular season points and yeah so like when you have a team right there that's having uh that's having success as much as the florida panthers came first right you're not going to care as much about that yeah yeah exactly so yeah it's it's super interesting to see this all laid out honestly mm-hmm. um I, it makes me disappointed to be canadian because um we're not even in the first like column like they've split it into three columns there's no canadian teams there yeah the winningest team in canada is the ottawa senators which <laughs> which i was like fucking what uh, but i mean i guess they had that cup run in oh uh what, what did we do in the cup oh seven yeah and then they had that one against pittsburgh in 15 16 i want to say 
Yes. Um, no, six or what? No, it was no, 17. Or 16, 17. Yeah, it was was 17. One? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember which one it was, but um, yeah. And then they they made the playoffs pretty consistently in between there. So yeah, not necessarily going deep, but still past the first still round. Enough, at least. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So it would add up. Yeah. And then Montreal with 53 and then Toronto 45, Calgary 36, Edmonton 28. Um, oh, I missed Vancouver at 57 there as well. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, Winnipeg at 12. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Ducks at, at 85, good for sixth in the last 20 years, along with a cup. That's that's pretty good, I would say. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah, and, and again, like, we, we made it pretty consistently from 03 until, um, when was our last playoff appearance? 17, 18? Uh, or was it 18, 19? Yeah, I can't remember. Everything is a blur at this point. I, I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll double check this. Just trying to like figure out the time frame of 2020 is hard enough. It's like right? trying to go back multiple years. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> at one point, we had murder hornets. At the other point, everything shut down, and it's it's been nuts. I'm I'm ready for this year to be over, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, let me pull up. Yeah, why can't I remember? I mean, it's only a year difference that we're trying to think of, but yeah, I know for sure they made it in sixteen seventeen because that's when my heart was. Uh, okay, yeah, eighteen nineteen. So, but in seventeen eighteen, may as well have not uh, not played the playoffs because we lost four nothing to the Sharks. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's, yeah, no, that's their that's four of their hundred and four wins, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah God no damn. super interesting to look at anyways yeah for um, sure yeah let's uh i guess uh let's take a quick break and before we uh we get into quack report unplugged we'll uh yeah just uh play this clip here wherever it is not on my keyboard here it is <laughs> we've got hockey talk those are the moments you're a sports fan for um those are the moments where you know you're down through nothing and the team has this amazing comeback and the guy who you want, who you really are thinking this needs to be the star of this team, has a hat trick. We've got beer. It has a unicorn on the can. An easy drinking beer that's just delicious. We want to help you understand the sport you love better. What kind of things are you looking for to understand the game better? What you know? What's a couple of things someone who's watching the game at home when things start up here in a few weeks, or if they're watching college hockey, what's going on right now? What kind of things would they be looking for to try and understand the game better or what's happening in the game, that sort of thing? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question, and I think it's it's something that's evergreen. Um... Listen to Jackets Debrief, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Man, I wish I had a voice as sexy as those guys. So good. They got, <laughs> they just got like that deep radio voice, you know. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could always just... Uh modify our voices a little bit we could yeah <laughs> That'd be fun. Like this. uh maybe the other way yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> what was that <laughs> that was that was spooky dude <laughs> let me get mine up here i can just change my voice just like that squirrel <laughs> good old yeah, up reference I, there I, I wish i had more of a voice like this you know <laughs> is it okay I, I i know i'm messing around with it but like does it come through with like just the like the manipulated voice or is mine like my normal voice also coming through at the same time no man it's it's just your uh, manipulated voice oh yeah okay now i can hear the deep voice on yours oh, yeah. what's uh i don't know the master will not be pleased if we don't return the bird <laughs> <laughs> oh man we should uh i meant to get rid of that there we go um yeah we should uh <laughs> We should move on. We could have fun with that for hours, I think. We could. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's get into a quack report on Plucked here. <laughs> Fat finger. How many more clips do you want to try? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna uh, label it, man. Come on. No, I fat fingered it. I wasn't like really He's looking. It. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. What can you do? <laughs> Oh, Bobby, what can you do, Bobby? Oh, man. We need... Oh, 
Uh, we can't talk about big mouth on here. I think uh, no. <laughs> we gotta, it, it's not a PG podcast, but we can't we can't talk about it. <laughs> we might we might have to jump on somebody else's Patreon just to do that one. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If, if anyone <laughs> else, like, out, if anyone out there's a big mouth fan, hit us up. We'd love that. Yeah. Show. <laughs> oh, it's so so funny. This last season was so messed up. Yeah. I mean, every season is messed up. But, like, well, yeah. this, but this one like but... took it to another level. Again. Yeah, which I never um, thought was possible. <laughs> yeah, but for uh, but for Quack Report Unplugged this week, we are uh, getting in the Christmas spirit and counting down our uh, top Christmas songs. So we put together a top five each. Um, I, I went back to our Taylor Swift episode and to see who went first, and uh, and you went first, so I'm going to go first this time. Sounds That's good. All right with you. Let's do it. All right, so. Here is my first song, That's, which is undeniably, in my opinion, the best Christmas song of all time. And if you're not watching the video, you can watch Nate lip sync all of these songs, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Dude, is there a better Christmas song out there? Or like a more iconic Christmas song? I mean, like there's iconic Christmas songs of like kind of classic ones, but like Yeah. Like this, if you want to call a like a modern Christmas song like if there's a classic for a modern Christmas song, this is it. Yeah. And has there been a better Christmas song since? I think this song came out 94, I want to say. Let me check. That long ago? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, cuz I yeah, did 94. see yeah. Oh wow. Because when I did put the clips together, this is a this is the 2019 version. Actually, she did re-record it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. this is the one that's been going around on social media and TikTok and everything like that. So, this is the one that I grabbed. Yeah. No. But like, has there been an, even a song in contention in the last um, 26 years? There's for... some that have maybe come close that I think we're going to be talking about, but nothing uh, yeah, I think to close. the level of this song. Yeah, no, like everybody uh, knows this song. And I know yeah. that there's people out there in re- like that work in retail and they're like, I can't stand this fucking song. Yeah. Guess what? I worked in retail too and I still love this song, okay? You, you can get over it. <laughs> you can enjoy Mariah Carey Eventually again. Eventually you can again. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. It it always comes back around. Yeah, yeah this is, yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favorites. And it's memeability too. Oh perfect. yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Um, yeah, so my next one here, I... Uh, this is just like one of my favorite songs in general, like Christmas wise. Um, but uh, I specifically picked this version just because I, th- I think it's super cool. Um, but really, just in general, I enjoy this song. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that song, but I just love it. So it's just got that groove with it. So yeah, and I mean the Pentatonix version like has that groove. Some of the other ones are like, like the Bing Crosby version, which I think is one of the original recordings or one of the more well-known recordings. It's like so slow and like mellow and like it's jazzy. So it's yeah, that's kind of just the nature of it. But it's like that version like almost puts me to sleep. Whereas this one, I'm like ready to party, you know. I'm just like, I slam love way too much eggnog. Yeah, <laughs> I I love uh, acapella groups like this because it just amazes me hearing what people can like do with their voice. Like I do sing and that kind of stuff, but some of this stuff, like it would still take me a bit to learn how to do. Some oh, of it. for sure. Yeah. Like to the degree that they do. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I really just wanted to put them into because all of their Christmas stuff is like it's it is pretty solid. So yeah, um, if you haven't listened to Pentatonics Christmas, definitely check them out. It's a uh, it's a cool vibe for sure. If you're into acapella, Pella, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, just that song. Um, I don't know. It just it just gets me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go home. <laughs> um, Gonna okay. my way home. <laughs> my next one here is from uh, my favorite Christmas movie, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the uh, Jim Carrey version, though. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Yes, you are. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain. You got Mr. Not that I don't like the original version from the animated um, show, but Jim Carrey's like 
like ad libs and just, he just dramatization adds of it. Element to it. it. It's it's just so cool, man. I I'm a big Jim Carrey guy. Um, and yeah, the the song "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch" just it was good to begin with, and he like just made it better. Just like, oops, just by like that much. <laughs> Sorry, how does <laughs> that sound in your ears? <laughs> oh, I actually didn't hear the first one, but I heard the oh, second. No? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh, I think it was after we were talking about. Uh, it was a question that popped up on a live stream of like favorite Christmas movies. And I had said that uh, this Jim Carrey uh, Grinch was one of my favorites. And uh, I did watch it again a couple nights later. Mm-hmm. As much as like I do like to watch like Christmas movies and that, I don't think I actually watched this for a couple of years. And so there was jo- like more jokes that I was picking up on and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's a that's, lot of sex- sexual innuendos in that's here. That's the great part about like I love watching like kids movies again. Because as a as an adult, you start to pick up on those jokes, mm-hmm. and you pick up on even more of them when you have a bit of a twisted mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I really like this version of it, and, and just the song in general. So it's great. It's good yeah. stuff. Uh, my next one here is uh, "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" by the Jackson Five. No, it's not. We're doing this one. <laughs> So that, that was last Christmas by me. Wham. What's that? <laughs> that sounded very white to me. Very white, yeah. <laughs> um, that that honestly, that just made me realize like how drastically different those two songs are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've got like Motown and then like eighties pop. <laughs> yeah, <like> exactly. <laughs> very, very different. Very different. Oh. Um, yeah, no, Last Christmas by Wham. Um, another one that retail people probably hate. But I don't know. It's just a just a good one, and yeah, again, it, its memeability is good, and it yeah. just happens to be a good song. It's another one of those, like I guess, more modern Christmas songs that mm-hmm. can be called a classic at this point. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't. This one is '80s, I believe. Is it not? I think so. Okay, I, I don't feel 80s like looking or, this '80s one or up, '90s. Yeah, it's definitely got the '80s sound though. But it's, oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, <laughs> it's uh yeah, it, like it's kind of sad, but if you don't listen to the lyrics too much, it's like yeah. it's got a good beat, good groove. So there you go. Yeah, um, and, and yeah, I didn't fat figure that one. I just had my keys backwards, I guess, or, or the songs on the wrong <laughs> key. So, um, so yeah, here's Santa Claus is coming to town. At least I hope. See, now I just associate the Jackson 5 with Guardians of the Galaxy. So this had better be in that holiday special that they announced at uh, the Disney oh, Investors yeah. Day. This had better be in there. 100%. If it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. Like man. there's going to be like a volume three cassette, obviously. But like there has to be as well that he happens to have a cassette of Christmas tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to have I really hope so. and Last Christmas by Wham. 100%. Yeah. Um, no, I love this song. It's just like a jazzy kind of take on it, um, which is kind of the Motown vibe. So, yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. And the like, aside from the singing, because like those kids have amazing voices, um, the bass line on that song like slaps, dude. Kills. It's good. Yeah, that like that's why I love this style of music is just for like the bass lines, like a good bass line just gets me going, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good. stuff. Yeah. So that's my top five. Um and yeah, it's it's not even up for debate. Like I, I don't think I could come up with any more. Like those are just like, <laughs> uh, the like God tier, and then there's like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I did ask you uh, before we got on here because we did have an overlap of songs, but I had uh, a different artist, I guess, mm-hmm. do it. Uh, so I asked Carter if this one was okay to keep, and so we do. Yeah, same song but different artist. So I have Last Christmas, but this is a cover by Good Charlotte. Yeah, no, I thought it was okay because most Christmas songs are covers, anyways. So. Yeah. So here it is. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. 
this song I just really like Madden's vocals on it. So like he's a great mm-hmm. vocalist, but just on this track for whatever reason, it's just crisp and clean. So yeah, it's a it's a good take on this um, original by Wham. I'm glad that we kind of did mine first, like the original and the cover, because I honestly this one might be better. I do really like it. Very, so, very. I, I like my good Charlotte, but it's it's they are like. It's the Good Charlotte sound, but it's not the full sound, right? It's still keeping very much to the original, but just mm-hmm. we're going to play it on our instruments that like we have instead of like what Wham has of synthesizers, yeah. keys, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so. no, it, it's a very modern take on it for sure. Yeah. Also, Good Charlotte, super underrated like pop punk. Yeah, band. that's that's a band that we're going to have to take a, a listen to at some point here as well. Oh, and, definitely. Uh, do a yeah. top five for them. So Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, the next one I got is uh, this one is another one of those uh, I guess quote unquote modern uh, classics, but uh, we got Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock, Jingle Bells swing and Jingle Bells ring, snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the Jingle Hop has begun. I mean, that's another timeless one. Whenever I think Christmas music, that's honestly the first song I think of. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's like, that's got to be up there with, um, with that Mariah Carey song. All I want for Christmas is you like, it's, it's just one that everybody knows. And like, uh, 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 maybe people enjoy this one more (laughs) because it's not super overplayed, (laughs) but yeah. With, uh, with this one though, I I did try to look for some, some other covers and that like, Mm. and they're great covers, but this is the one song that, like, this is kind of, like, I know it's the original, but it's the definitive version of it. Like, everything else, there's some songs that are, like, great covers that can replace or, you know, be at the same level as the original. But mm. for this song, I found that every cover just felt like a cover. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. You, you kind of get what I mean? I, I know what you mean, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it just doesn't quite hold up to the, yeah. the original, for sure. Uh, all right, number three on my list. Again, I never put mine in a like a set order. This is just kind of a top five in general. Uh, I got Fool's Holiday by, again, one of my favorite bands, All Time Low. I feel like we've talked about them before. Maybe. <laughs> I like this one because it's it's kind of like tr- trying to get back with somebody or like it's it's a Christmas song, right? Like in the time of the holiday. It's to compare it to kind of like a Christmas movie, right? Of like you have a storyline, but it's happening exactly during Christmas. <laughs> so like yeah. does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it's like Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, <Where> sure. <laughs> it's like whereas Die Hard's a Christmas movie, but it's not like a, a Christmas movie. It just takes place at Christmas time. Yeah. It's or like um, <laughs> or it's pretty much any um, uh, it's like any Shane Black movie. So like every movie he does, it's always set during Christmas. So it's more just like that's the setting of it. So okay, but yeah, no, it's it's a cool song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, my next one here, I got. Uh, this is the, definitely the most recent. Uh, released song, I guess. Uh, this maybe came out a month ago, but I got uh, Like It's Christmas by the Jonas Brothers. You make I'll be honest, like I do love me some Jonas Brothers, and I do remember when they made their comeback. I was like, like I was kind of freaking out. I was like, holy crap! Like the Jonas Brothers are making a comeback and everything like that. And I was like, uh, but like, who else is maybe really gonna care that sort of thing? And I go to my class the next day, and everybody is freaking out about it. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm not as alone as I thought, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, ever since they did come back, they've been putting out banger after banger, oh, sure. and honestly, this one lines up in there too uh it's it's a modern christmas song and they do it well so yeah honestly they they really adapted their musical style to like fit the age group that like of the people that they that grew up with them when they were first making music like their original stuff is pretty like 
I want to say childish, but it's like made for younger people. But now they're producing music for like adults, I would say. Yeah, like when you're on a when you're on a Disney label, right? You can't be referencing certain things, but you yeah. can tell there was that difference in that. Obviously, they had grown up when uh, you had Sucker come out that first song uh, of the comeback, and uh, like I've been stumbling out of bars and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, yeah they're they're older at this point, and so are they, like so are their fans at this point too. So yeah, for sure. Um, but going back to this song, I like we kind of have talked about it already, but I think this song has a potential to be like one of those top like modern classic Christmas songs. Yeah, you know? like it's just got a good groove. It's like well produced. The lyrics are catchy and like, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not going to say it's going to dethrone all I want for Christmas is you because that's a hot take. That but, is a hot take. <laughs> but I think you that, you know, in 20 years, if we did this again, we could be talking about those two songs um like in the same sentence uh, one more time like yeah, i think exactly. it's gonna hold up for a long time so yeah for sure yeah all right i, I kind of want to play it again can i play it again sure go for okay, it i'm gonna play it again. you make everything feel like Very similar lyrics to "All I Want for Christmas Is You." <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I uh, I do love though with the Jonas Brothers, like the back and forths with uh, Joe and Nick. So it, it's it's yeah, a great the dynamic. boy band style. <laughs> it's boy band, but it's not. I, I would actually line it up a lot more with like say Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah, just like two lead singers, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, for so. sure. I, I was I was just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not it's not like early One Direction or In Sync or anything like that. In Sync would be another band to to talk about that'd be good or the backstreet boys <laughs> there you go yeah. we got um, a few different ideas going here oh for sure 2021 yeah, no. is going to be a big year for the quack report just wait for it yeah um no i i can def i definitely just want to dance to this song and like dance like when it's like just a light snow i just want to like spin around in my front yard and like yeah. fall down and do snow angels yeah. that's what this song makes me want to do like pretend you're in a music video for the song and your parents are looking out the window. The hell yeah, is he doing? exactly. <laughs> Sit on a chair, throw my head back, dump hot chocolate on myself. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> in real life, you dump the hot chocolate on yourself and you're like, ah, freaking yeah. out. You're at the hospital on Christmas Day because you have uh, you have burns. Wow. And <laughs> That's like a dark turn. I was just going to say, do a snow angel face down maybe. On the next the episode of Grace Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think it's time to move on. What's your last <laughs> What's your last Christmas song here, Nate? All right, the <laughs> next song is uh, okay. You know how you have just kind of those things that hit way too close to home. Yep. This song is definitely one of them. So this is the Twelve Days of Pop Punk Christmas by uh, Jared Along. There's one day in this that doesn't line up as much with me. Uh, it talks about Tumblr notes. I was never a kid that or guy that like was on Tumblr. Uh, it's been Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for me, but everything else uh, is me, a hundred percent. So kick it off. That was a hundred percent you in high school. <laughs> I, oh, even now, man. Like I'm not wearing my skinny khakis right at this moment. But I got the snapback hat on. Yeah. You know how much I love my pizza, uh, PCs or Arizonas. We used to and, crush uh, those, dude. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and Vans is primarily what I wear. It's either that mm. or like my Adidas. So yeah. and like nine times out of ten, you're me. nine times out of ten, you're squeezing those thick thighs into uh, skin. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, let's uh, here. I'm actually just gonna see if I can pull up the lyrics to this song because I just want to see like what everything is here um yeah and if you've seen any of the other bands we've talked about so far like you can pretty much guess kind of the, the style that we had anyways so. yeah <laughs> or, or uh, you for okay. sure <laughs> yeah okay so uh i'll read through like the 12 so 12 broken hearts uh my old writing was definitely of like eh, poor poor me in love and that kind of stuff yeah. uh 11 anchor tats no anchor tat on me but i'm definitely planning on a lot more tattoos you have anchor t-shirts or like button-ups you have one with anchors on them don't you uh, or, or is that me <laughs> i think that's you <laughs> that might be me <laughs> yeah i don't have that <laughs> um 10 picks of patty uh did meet or no i didn't meet patty but i did uh 
see them in concert. Um, yeah. When I think of Patty, uh, I think Patty Maroon, but Patty Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll take pictures of Patty Maroon also. Let's go with that. Uh, nine cardboard signs, you know, those are kind of staples at uh, any pop punk show. Uh, eight Tumblr notes. Like I said, I was more I'm a more of a Twitter and Instagram guy. Uh, seven vinyl records. I got a decent collection of vinyl at this point. Six flannel shirts. Uh, I think I actually have five in my closet. Uh, four pairs of Vans, three PCs, two snapback hats, and a pair of skinny khakis. So yeah, this song is a hundred percent me, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So, so yeah, those are our, yeah, top five. yeah, uh, and I guess kind of kind of top ten as well because I enjoy those there ones too. Yeah. So yeah, let us know what your guys' favorite Christmas song is because there is a lot out there. So. And uh, I'd love to expand our horizons a little bit as well. So, yeah. um, and if you're looking to add to your own playlist, um, we've mentioned this before. Nate and I have a band that releases a song like once a year. Um, but we released a Christmas song last year called Santa Run, a take on uh, um, what's the song? What's the original? I saw Mommy uh, Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, I saw there Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. The well, I mean, everybody knows the premise of I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is like you know, dad's dressed up as Santa and the kids having to catch. The premise of our song is that Santa's actually real and dad catches them in the act and he is not happy about it. So Yeah, so here's the, uh, what is this, uh, chorus? I don't remember what you clicked. Yes, but the chorus. Of, here's uh, part of the song. Santa run, Santa run. Daddy's got the gun and he's got a really good shot. Santa run, Santa run. I call that to add. Yeah, so you can check that out on uh, pretty much wherever you get your music. Apple Apple Music and Spotify for sure. And if you use Google Music, it's probably on there. Um, Santa Run by Reckless Renegade. Um, yeah. We got, yeah, just a couple songs out right now, but uh, we are in the middle of getting our uh, an album mixed right now so it's hopefully coming in 2021 but hopefully uh, yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah and <laughs> if you were watching a lot of other stuff so yeah if you were watching the video there as well uh, we had a, a the album art workout for that one and if you check it out afterwards it's us getting a picture with santa with our ugly christmas sweaters on <laughs> from last year obviously so what yeah. what does yours say it's like suck my cane or something um something like that or no it says suck it but it's got a candy cane oh yeah suck it with the candy yeah. cane and then mine's uh santa claus and jesus christ on the front of it and it's happy birthday awesome. jesus yeah which man i i don't know what we were thinking we talked about this before and we're like should we wear our christmas sweaters for this episode and i was like no we'll do it next week it's closer to christmas but we're actually talking about like christmas, christmas songs, songs so we probably should have yeah well, i <laughs> oh, think well. with uh our guest or guests that we're gonna have on uh sunday's live stream there oh yeah uh we'll, we'll probably have the christmas conversation come up right because that'll be the last episode before uh for the holidays short like so. week breaks so but yeah yeah so we'll wear the sweaters then that's true yeah so you'll get to see them in person because that's the only <laughs> one i own so yeah <laughs> all right um let's uh get into our very short what's quacking segment here <laughs> I know what key that one is. That fat thing we did earlier. <laughs> there you go. Uh, just a couple quick things to uh, to bring up here. So, or just one? Oh no, we got two. We got two. Oh yeah, we do have two. Yeah. Uh, All right. First one is. Uh, which one do you want to start with? I'll leave it. Uh, up. Let's you. go with the image. Okay. First one is a picture from something that we talked about briefly last week. Uh, it's a meme here of. Um, oh, 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 okay. Sorry. Spoilers for the Mandalorian. Sorry if you're watching this because otherwise it's, it's way too late, but, <laughs> but, but also if like, if you're, if you're watching this on Thursday, it's been out for almost a week. The season finale is tomorrow. Come That's on. True. Catch up. <laughs> but it's a uh, spoiler alert. Um, when, uh, when Mando takes his helmet off here, um, and, and I made the joke last week by the episode title, The Believer. I was like, I want to hear Smash Mouth. But someone put the <laughs> meme with that picture of him with no helmet on. Then I saw his face. Now I'm, and then the title card, Chapter 15, The Believer. For the, for the listeners, that's that's for you. If you're watching, you can obviously so. see it. So. This, this part will definitely be made a clip. Oh, 100%. So yeah. And we will share it on the Twitter sphere. And the, this one might be the one time that we cross Twitter and Insta videos, I think, because this oh, sure. needs to be seen. This is gorgeous. This is amazing. Yeah. I'm, I was so happy when you sent me this. I was like, yes, this is exactly what <laughs> I, I knew you would love it too. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. All right. The next one is a, a little bit of a, a story here that uh, you wanted to share. 
it's just something that I came across uh, just going through social media, and I thought it was funny, and uh, I wanted to share it because it just shows that it's another one of those things of like when you were a kid, everything is so pure and whatnot that uh, you know you don't think it'll ever get tainted, and uh, but then you become an adult and you realize, yeah, that's not really the case. Uh, so there was a tweet originally. This was back in uh, the end of 2018. It was uh, Kaiser Nico, like at Kaiser Nico, who says, uh, fun fact, I once asked Jeff Good, the creator of Jake Long, American Dragon, uh, at a furry con, how do you feel about people making lewd art of your characters? And he said, oh, Disney sat me down and showed me a bunch of Kim Possible porn and said, this will happen to your show. <laughs> <laughs> But it gets even better. So uh, this then went on to Tumblr. And uh, so the users, the dark side of limbo <laughs> says uh, three things I find hilarious about this. Jeff Good goes to furry cons. One, if you don't know what a furry is, I'm not going to explain that no. one. You Google can go and take caution. a look. Google, yeah, with, Google caution. with caution. <laughs> I would suggest putting on incognito mode. Uh, number two, Disney acknowledges and prepares show creators that their show will most definitely become porn. And number three, Disney has examples on hand of how said show will most definitely become porn. And That's then the it kind just of gets, Disney vault I want to break in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then it just gets even better because then we have uh, to end this all off a story from Tumblr user uh, Faye Forge, who says. Disney doesn't just have examples of said porn. And then they say, okay, story time. Years ago, I dated an animator chick. During that short time together, we ran around a lot and met a bunch of industry people in our area. One of them used to work for Disney. So we are hanging out at his apartment and a conversation is being like what it is. He kind of just goes like, okay, hold on a second. And he goes off and digs in his closet. He comes back and he sets down a couple stacks, and then I'm talking about a foot high, of printer paper. What followed were a couple hours of hysterical laughing as we paged through a history of Disney animation, porn edition. <laughs> See, Disney has this weird rule uh, in their artist contracts. Everything you create while in their employ is theirs, even in the off time. It's one of the reasons they are uh, like reveled in the industry. But the rule is set in place to basically steal good ideas from their staff or force them to do only Disney work uh, on Disney IPs while employed. The joke's on them, though. They didn't count on most artists being giant perverts. Uh, and then it says, this story is also why I laugh when people tell me drawing smit, uh, like smut will ruin your career. Uh, so Disney being bastards ended up earning them <laughs> a smut of everything they have ever created. Uh, and also per their policies... They have to keep it. Every artist knew about the smut vault and our buddy here had photocopied a chunk of it. Yes, two to three feet of smut was just a chunk of it. Snow White, Rescue Rangers, Goofy, Minnie, Mickey, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Yep, you name it, it was there. Some of it was mild. The topless little mermaid stuff made sense at least. And some of it was raunchy as hell. All of it in the animation style of the films and shows. So yes, not only does Disney know there will be porn, they have porn, and they have official porn. <laughs> Man, if they monetize that, they would. Oh God, no! One hundred percent, they would run the world. You have oh, no gee. idea. I mean, they run the world already. Yeah, exactly. Imagine we see tomorrow Disney makes purchase on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, this is very brief. I saw this on Twitter, but Pornhub like apparently got rid of like a whole bunch of amateur videos. Like you have to be verified to post on Pornhub now. Um, so are you telling us you're I'm, verified now, Carter? Yeah, I am. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. So, um, so kidding, not conspiracy theory. No, at least not to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe conspiracy theory here, uh, they were making room to host all of the uh, Disney animated porn. Oh, God. Because you can't put that on Disney+. Plus. You gotta, you gotta have another platform for that. <laughs> Disney Hub. You can see the Let's restrictions, <laughs> restricted section on Disney Plus. Yeah, adults only enter password here. <laughs> God, that's so wrong. Yeah. All right. I um, 
I, I think I this is a good place, place to, to, end it. to end. Yeah, for sure. Um, so thank you guys very much for listening. If you're stuck, <laughs> stuck through all the way to the end, thank you very much. Uh, again, we got a giveaway on Twitter that will happen if we hit 250 followers before Christmas, just 11 away. Um, so let's see if we can make that happen. Um, if you want, you can even make a Twitter account to join the giveaway um, and then follow us at Quack Report Pod. Uh, you can follow myself at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Um, and Nate, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Awesome. And yeah, uh, like we said before, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Quack Report Pod. You can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. And because I forgot to mention it earlier, you can follow Jackets Debrief, the promo we played earlier, at Jackets Debrief. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah.